0: Family. family, No need okay. to sweat, I send a yo to gain some type of play. No shame in my okay. game, cause I always feel the same. Styles upon styles upon styles, styles of what I have. You want to diss the fight for, but, but you still don't, don't know the half. half. I sport New Balance sneakers to avoid a narrow path. Half. Messing around with, you catch a size and a half. I never half-step cause, cause I'm, I'm not a half-stepper. half-stepper. Drink a lot of soda, so no they, they call, call me Dr. Dr. Pepper. Refuse to compete with BS competition. Yeah. <laughs> something, something, what, something with the, the mission? mission. Even though deep in my heart it really could be, and this is the sea to the sea counter currents. What? Church. Yo, this is fucking Petey Steele. I'm back. She's back.
1: I'm back, Elena Torres. Your co-host <laughs> is back, and today we have an amazing comedian guest. Everybody, amazing. please welcome Frankie, Frankie
2: French. French. She's back. Oh, you're pointing at me. I thought you wanted me to say it.
0: Oh, I, no. I heard you say
2: it. Oh, we said it at yeah. the same time, the yeah. so so we got did. double sent. We're basically twins. She's yeah. back. Duh.
0: Never the whack. So, what so wait a
2: minute, were we just rapping on air?
0: Yeah, <laughs> it, it was too good, so I just had to bring it in that way. Yeah, I didn't way. notice
2: you do that, but that was awesome. Yeah,
0: <laughs> this is episode 15, I believe. 16, 16. 16 sorry, this is the sweet one. That's yes. why it's got my vision all fucked up, and I'm forgetting the numeration yeah. and shit.
1: Like hey, yeah, you still fucked up from the Quinceanera on
0: 15. Hey. Quinceanera. <laughs> no, I'm actually fucked up from coming back from the beach for the last six days. It was a glorious time. Ugh, so jealous. Up in Amazing. Rehoboth with the family, cousins, mom, aunts, all that, and then doing comedy. Last night at the Starboard in Dewey Beach.
2: What was that like? So is the Starboard an uh, actual comedy club, or is it like a hole in the wall piece of shit?
0: Neither. It's uh, it's a bar <laughs> that is big. I mean, like, any bar that's going to survive there with that real estate is got to be kind of big. They've got to mass sell tons of alcohol right. every night. It's prime real estate. So... It's, like, about three or four rooms, and they're all just kind of barely connected. They have huge orifices between each room, you know, Mm -hmm. so the acoustics off the bat are bad, you know. Like, Mm -hmm. I walked in there, and I was kind of like, is there a special room for this show? You know, they're like, oh, no, it's right up here. There's this little half, you know, foot stage up there and, um, you know, like sort of a half hexagon, Mm -hmm. you know, around just, like, a big fucking half hexagon thing in the wall with a boiler is probably behind or something you know who knows but you're up there and right off the bat you know you got three different bars that are all kind of within earshot but everybody's sort of there kind of doing their own thing maybe a few are there for comedy so then the challenge becomes to be loud so you can get them to shut up, you know? Right, especially
1: right. if it's, like, big and deep like that. Yeah. people all the way at the back that are just there to drink. Because I'm guessing that, like many a comedy show, there are people there that didn't realize that there was comedy that was going to happen.
0: That's right. Right. There were so many that were there. And you'd think they'd know by now because they do it, like, every Tuesday night over the summer. And a lot of those people were just there, like, all summer long. Right. Or at least on the weekends. But um, to go up there, and it was interesting because... I met a guy, like, the headliner flat out canceled. So the guy up, up on the digital, like, Yeesh. marquee out front into the parking lot was automatically, like, done. Okay. Um So the feature became the – well, no, no. Yeah, the feature became the headliner. This guy named Keith Purnell, which he was excellent. He's Keith this Purnell. big black guy I know that out name. in Delaware. He kind of runs the whole Delaware scene. Jeremy Hall's worked with him. and, and, and knows yeah. her and Missy and Jessa Reed and all them, like –
2: okay that's why I met him I met me and Dominic did a competition in Delaware and he was there yeah yeah yeah, yeah. That okay, makes that's how I met perfect him. sense yeah.
0: yeah he's funny he's a funny dude uh real cool but so he got put up the headline and then the feature was this guy Pat Ocon- or Pat O'Donnell who's like a 60 year old guy that's mm. been around since like 86 oh, he, he knows the date and everything but he was just one of these kind of like you know, slick white hair with jumps or running suit on, oh, kind of wow. like oh, white wow. guys that sits around the bar drinking some beers, eating some fries, talking about, like, superhero films and series, <laughs> smoking menthols. And he'd been around D.C. because right off the bat, he's like, oh, you're D.C. I worked with Irwin way back when wow, and wow, all wow, these people. Yeah, he was naming Mad deep so it was like, all right. You know, this guy's seasoned, and this is all he does for a living. Right, okay. Um, So he's your kind of quintessential mid-Atlantic veteran comic. So
2: he's the Rehoboth West (laughs) Martens. Yeah, 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 yeah. That would
0: be a good way to describe it, only, like, decent hair, you know, a little bit, you know, more sex appeal, although he's still fucking 60, you know? So. Oh, so he was right.
2: probably a dish back in his day. Yum, yum. Yeah, Seems yeah, like no. the kind of guy who lets you know, too. Yeah.
0: Mm. And he'd mm. been and he to Vegas. He won 10 grand. He he was on, um, what was it, America's Funniest Comedian. Mm. I think the Dave Coolier mm. thing after the Bob okay. Saget yeah. Funniest Home Videos oh, yeah, thing. yeah, yeah, and the 830 slot. So it was cool. And he's like, I was like, yeah, so what goes on now? He's like, eh, doesn't matter. It's all over now. Yeah. <laughs> You know, and he just goes up there. He's kind of a Catholic dude. He tells sort of like 60-year-old man jokes. Nice. So that was cool. He did fine. Um, Then the host fucked up and let this kid go up for the first time. No. Yeah. And he went up there. He had a cast on. And... Right off the bat, you know, he'd asked me, he was like, hey, what should I do to, like, be good? I was like, well, just own Uh, everything I said you say. Stop talking
2: to me is the number one thing I need to do. Never say words at my face again. Yeah.
0: Well, that's kind of what it became after his set. Because after (laughs) he got off, he's like, that was really bad, right? I was like, yes, that was god awful. Um,
1: (laughs) And I don't want to go over it anymore.
0: (laughs) Yeah, because he he ran the light, like, three times. Stop. Yeah, and then when he got off, he's like... Yeah, why was that so bad? I was like, dude, you didn't need to be up there 15 minutes. You should have heated the light. And he's like, what do you mean the light? I'm like, dude, uh, you fucking looked at the guy three wow. times when he put the light up. Don't tell me you don't know what the light is. No, I don't know. I said, well, what would you infer would be the way to get the fuck off stage? You think right. you just go up there and then the host just yeah. goes, get the fuck off. Right, like if yeah. you're killing or doing shit or what, you know, moron. But, um, or liar, probably be. Um, but he got off and... That kind of that wants a bunch of Ooh. old people because he's telling your classic like Dick, you know shit jokes. mentally retarded oh, slash so pedophile slash yeah. blah, if he's a new blah, bad blah,
2: guy rape, do it I, have minutes, a rape joke a, and I'm gonna okay. say the n word three times right. it's yep. gonna be amazing
0: Yep. yep. <laughs> Throwing
2: a pedophilia joke or two <laughs> and I'm it's so
0: edgy <laughs> yeah. but it, it just let me know. Um, how good we have it here in DC that we have rooms that are so well produced, for sure. yeah, um, for sure, and that people just kind of make it happen. Because the kid told me he was like, "Yeah, I don't know the light," and I was like, "Yeah, you're lucky. This was a poorly produced show because I would have thrown you off stage yeah, if I, I was, was gonna, the yeah. host." Yeah, yeah here yeah. somebody yeah. was physically coming at <laughs> you. Off yeah, stage. yeah, yeah. It's
2: happened at at major clubs out here where people have physically been like, "You know what? You're done. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna need you." to stop doing that thing that you're doing. Stop yeah. talking into that microphone good night. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Or just turn off the lights and cut the sound. That's oh, I've seen I've that happen seen too. That not too. Not that the lights, I've never but I've seen, seen the sound either. get cut.
2: Yeah. Uh, I'm not gonna say who the comic was. He's a very, very, very talented comic. Oh. Oh okay. very talented. But you know, we all have a bad night. You know what yep. I mean? There's a big difference between a bad comic and a bad night. Um, it took me a minute to learn that, because I was always nervous to try new material for fear of being labeled a bad comic. Anyway, yeah. so we're at, uh, um, what was that place that Ian, what's his face, the light-skinned, bald, black dude? Salmon? He, no, yes, what was that? No. Ian, not or Ian, or Ian Rice. Yes. Yeah. yeah what was, you remember the place.
0: Yeah, it was up on Georgia Ave, or, yeah, or, or no, no, 14th. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And Alex Starr used to do roasts and shit yes, there and yes. stuff. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. I, can't remember I remember the name that of the place. place. But we were there it was late
2: night. I mean, we were shutting it down, and um, Alicia Cooper was in the mm-hmm. audience. You know, what I mean, like it was a it was a good night. So I'm on stage and I'm about about 20 minutes in and I'm looking at Ian like, you know, do you want me to? What do you want to do? Want me want me to get off? And I'm. You know, and I'm not honking my own horn, but you know those nights where you are fucking slaying shit. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, like of Everything that comes up. And I was ripping my ass off, right? Anyway, so I'm just, like, tearing the house completely down. Mm-hmm. And he, to the point where the timer was going, I see 35 minutes on the timer, he just turns the phone over and just sat down like this. <laughs> I was like, cool. like, I'll just keep going. So I wrap up, I get off stage, everyone's like, woo, yeah, this comic comes up after me and has a complete... Fucking meltdown! Oh no! Oh, wow. her opening line was well, shit. I don't know what to do after that. This is a pro guy, very talented. Wow! And um,
0: the local or no or at a ta- local? Okay. Yeah. Oh, I'm right.
2: so curious. But well, going. obviously, yeah, I'll yeah. tell you off mic. Right, yeah. right, right,
0: right. right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's no secrets in DC <laughs> yeah. off the right, microphone. Right,
2: <laughs> exactly. So someone in the audience like it gives him a little jab, you know, nothing wasn't even like a heckler it was just like he was there standing there silent right clearly not knowing what to do so someone's like "Ah, oh, you know whatever blah 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 sure and he proceeds to go into meltdown mode and oh, like oh one of those uh, <laughs> like fuck yeah like yeah. the <laughs> audience like you all can kiss my white ass <laughs> you suck talking to the producer slash host of the show. Mike gets cut. <laughs> I think two people had to like physically pull him off. It was amazing. You know, as a comic. As a comic, those are the best oh moments God. Yeah. Like, ever. That's like comedy porn for us. Oh, it's like, oh my oh, God, I'm going to jerk it to this later.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it was pretty fucking classic. But yeah, Mike cut, physical removal.
1: No lights shut down, but it was glorious. Oh, wow. The best. I remember once I was at a show that that happened. It was like a couple months ago. And I was in the back part, not in front of the stage. Right. And it's such porn for comics that a bunch of comics come to the yeah. back of where we were like, guys, guys, this person's having a meltdown. Yeah, you have to like, Oh, oh, let's yeah. go, let's go. He's losing it, he's losing <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> you have
2: to tell me who that was, too. Oh, of course. Yeah.
0: of course. Yeah, yeah. I have a hypothesis on both of those people. Oh, oh really? okay. Yeah.
2: Well, I'll say this. It's no one that has been mentioned as of yet. Right. Yes, I'll say that. Okay, yeah.
0: Right. All four of the people I... Perform with it, do Most certainly. Um, it wasn't them. <laughs> well, no,
2: we mentioned Alex Star, West Martin Oh, well, right. So yes, we did. Right. Yes, we did. It yes, wasn't we did. Any of the people that we've mentioned thus far.
0: Very well. Um, what you call it? So, you just finished a headline job at Stand Up New York, correct?
2: I did, mm-hmm. and it was amazing.
0: That's great. Tell yeah. us
2: all about how that happened, what it felt like, what yeah. happens now. Um, so a year ago, almost exactly. Well, a year ago, like in March. I yep. did. They had a um, their first ever comedy festival. Mm-hmm. So I submitted. I got accepted, and I went down, and I did that, right? And um, I did not pass. Oh, I had shit. A gr- oh. And, but I had a great set. Every single comic that was on my show was like, we're sure you're going to pass. We're not mm-hmm. sure who else, but you're definitely passing. Didn't pass. I was like, oh, mm. So, I was very sad and very deflated. Right. come home tail tucked between leg, you know, tears yeah. because mm-hmm. you work really hard, you know what yeah. I mean? And Shit, then you yeah. get an opportunity, you do it well, and then it doesn't pan out, it's very painful. Right. Yeah. So, I went home sad, and then about a week later, I mm-hmm. got an email from the club directly saying, hey, we'd like to have you back. Um, and I was like, oh, great. Just like one show, 15 minutes, you know, we'll mm-hmm. see how it goes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Went down, killed it again. So then they invited me back the next month. And then the third month, they started asking for my avails. Mm-hmm. Then I got bumped up a wow. few months ago to ho- a hosting spot and then to a regular spot. And then they had this headliner series come out a few months ago. And the idea is to put a spotlight on up and coming comics, mm-hmm. get industry in the room and kinda get eyes on you so you can start moving and transitioning to that next level. Mm-hmm. Right. So I was pretty sure I was not gonna get asked because I'm not a local New York comic. Mm-hmm. Um it's pretty much exclusive to local New York comics. Obviously, that's you know the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. Um is to bump up their scene. Not that it needs bumping, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Right? Uh so I get a text from the booker like uh, girl, you're in this mix. You know, just FYI, we're just figuring out dates. You know, we'll let you know when. And I was like, what? Wow. So, you know, it's just the fact that they had that much faith in me, in mm-hmm. my ability. More right. faith than I had, you know, because I was like, oh, I can't do that shit. Right. You know, right. so. Um,
0: did you do a whole 45? I did an hour. Wow.
2: Yeah, I asked for the light at 40 minutes. And then I was like, just so you know, give me the light at 40 if I'm feeling it, I'll keep going. Right. And if not, then I'll start wrapping up and wrap it about forty five minutes. Mm-hmm. And it was material. Like and I and I realized doing that that I have probably about two hours worth of solid material. So I didn't even get to get to all of the stuff I had planned in my mind to talk about. Mm-hmm. That's awesome.
1: What's the math on that? How long have you been doing comedy? Five years. Five
2: years, to yeah. So, awesome. th- I, so, but also, I mean, so there's been lulls, though, right? Like, I took right. six months off in the beginning. Like, I did it for a couple of weeks, mm-hmm. then I realized I was not seeing my family, so I stopped doing comedy, mm-hmm. and then I came back and won a comedy competition. Everyone yeah. was pissed. You remember? Oh, the one? Yes. yes!
0: Yeah, I took second place. I definitely <laughs> no remember way! that one. Yeah.
2: <laughs> no way. Yeah, and I was like, that's a m- so. It's funny. funny because I was like, maybe I was a few weeks in comp, like I yes, I was six months in, but I hadn't been doing comedy. Right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and, th- and then I came back and like started training, like doing a bunch of open mics. Right. I was like, Ooh, I'll try this comedy competition. Mm-hmm. And I'm winning that shit. And I was like, Oh snap, that's dope. And then PD got second place. Mm hmm. Look at yeah, this. See that, that. that
1: competition was really on point, by the way. Oh, it was, it was. There was
0: 48 people in that thing, I yeah. think, right? right?
2: To start, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. No, 50 comics. 50, it maybe. Was 50 because it was the...
0: Um, it was like a March, March Madness, Madness thing. It
2: started with 50 and then dwindled them down mm-hmm. to okay. the final, what? Six. Yeah, final six. Wow. So, yeah, so that was dope. That was probably the thing that kind of kicked me in the ass and was like, this is something you can actually do. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it's so not... Cause it's different thing. Like, oh, I'm passionate about this thing, mm-hmm. but you're not right. very good at it. You right. know, so right. it's like, okay, well, this is something I'll do in the basement by myself silently. You know, yeah, what I mean? totally. yeah. So, not saying that that was like the end all be all, but you know, was the thing that was like, huh, you know, I could keep doing this and get better and right. do more with it, right? right. And so, um, uh, at that point, in, in order to get back to your question, how long did it take? So, at that point, I started going out every single night after work and hitting, like, three and four mics a night for, like, two years straight. Mm -hmm. So, like, I never – I stopped raising my kid and stopped being a wife, basically. Right. Mm -hmm. You know? Mm -hmm. um, And that was the thing. So, when people ask, like, well, how do I get good? Go up. Like, get on. Get stage time. And whatever you got to do to get that stage time, do that thing. If you need to bark, if you need to flyer, if you need to – you know, do someone's social media whatever, do that and get up because that's the only thing that's gonna make you good. Thinking about it's not gonna do it. No. Nope. Sitting and just writing isn't gonna do it. No. Nope. Talking to veteran comics and getting their advice isn't gonna do it. No. Not that they don't have or won't have mm-hmm. good advice, but the thing that will make you good is getting up and performing. Yeah.
1: Right. And it's not necessarily about like what stage time. Just as long as you're performing as yeah. much as possible mm-hmm. anywhere that there's a microphone yeah. is good.
2: And the other thing, too, in my opinion, Petey, tell me and Elena, tell me if you guys agree. Yep. A lot of times comics won't go to certain mics because there's no audience. Right. Yeah. I'll go because it's less about, at that stage where I'm working something out, it's less about audience reaction Mm -hmm. and more about me getting the words out of my face. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And then once you hear yourself and you see what parts of the sentence get the laughs, because sometimes you'll think, oh, yeah, the punch is the fucking funniest thing. And that's what you should think when you're writing it. But then, and sometimes the setup gets the bigger laugh. You're like, holy fuck, totally. what's this about? So then you got to kind of rework the joke mm-hmm. or keep that thing and then think of a funnier punch. But then you get into the mode of thinking, how are we going to make it better? And it's like halfway there, right. but it ain't quite there yet. So then it's like, all right, got to go up tomorrow night and we'll try it this way. And mm-hmm. then holy shit, yep. it works. And then it yep. solidifies. Yep.
1: Totally. Yeah. And I also feel like, especially in D.C., we are really lucky in that a lot so. of our mics are full of real audience mm-hmm. members. So a lot of the time, at least for me, like when I'm doing a joke for the first time, those sort of lower audience rooms, mm-hmm. I look for them yep. because then I can I need to hear myself say it yep. out loud. Like you said, get yeah. the words out and yep. like feel the pacing of it and maybe see some reactions. And that gives me the confidence mm-hmm. to take it to a room that's full of people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, and, and
2: that so that's the takeaway, younger comics, if you're listening um, go to shitty rooms. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because they're not actually shitty rooms. You don't go to a gym and look you know and hope there's an audience there you're going to work out (laughs) you know, your body's tight or whatever it is that's your motivation Mm -hmm. and then you go to the club and shake that ass you know what I mean it (laughs) It
0: doesn't
1: have to be Equinox every time you work out it can be like the shitty sports club at your office that has one treadmill you gotta flaunt it
0: somewhere you know
2: totally exactly so real clubs are for the flaunting not for the trying new shit even though I will absolutely do that I did probably 25% Brand new shit that I thought of on my way to the club at at my headline Uh, gig. Really? Yeah. That's all right.
0: Yeah, Yeah. no, I know that feeling because I think when you do something more than what you've done before, you kind of get in a sort of like fear mode and that can produce a lot of kind of like, oh shit, how am I going to fill this? So I'm going to start looking around, local color things, this, that. Right, right. You get more attuned to doing something extra. And mm-hmm. just before you start off the real big afterburners and just say, this is the A-plus material, pow, it totally. helps to know you've fucked around maybe for like yeah, loosen f- three to five minutes. You know, yeah, you got to stretch. Crowd right. and shit yeah, you like can
2: just jump into a run. You got to stretch before that marathon. Absolutely. But
0: that said. Uh, how how much do you write daily? Do you write daily? Is there like a process to have an hour? I mean, that's insane to me. Or two hours, as you say. You have like one on deck, maybe?
2: Yeah, so this is... Any newer comics, close your ears. Because my process is terrible. Mm-hmm. You do not want to follow my process. It's not a good idea. I don't recommend it. Okay. But I have never written a, a joke on paper. <laughs> Ever. I write them in my mind.
0: It's all Jay-Z, huh?
2: Oh my God, someone else called me the Jay-Z comedy the other day. but yeah, <laughs> basically and I'm not saying this like I think it's cool because I sit down a lot to write mm-hmm. and I can't I just won't come out of me and I mm-hmm. don't know why, but whatever. Mm-hmm. So I write in my mind, I find a mic, I go out and I work it verbally mm-hmm. all, all all the time. Right. And then once it's where I want it, cha-ching is cashed in my brain and that yeah was there forever yeah, if yeah i yeah. wanted to forget it i can't no that's right, mostly
0: yeah. me too i mean i try to write the shit down but it's very seldom that like one of my great jokes is something i wrote it's usually something i saw happen mm-hmm. and then yeah. i fucking freak it in my mind and then do it a bunch and of it, times yeah. on stage until it gets perfect and then it's there forever that's it.
2: Yeah. yeah. So that's 100% my process.
0: Yep.
1: It's See, not See, I'm the total opposite of both of you guys. I I like it's I think it's my actress background. Like I write everything down. It used to be on my computer. Now I come up with ideas not just when I try to sit down and write like you said. It's just like I don't know when I'm on the subway, mm-hmm. I just write down stuff in my phone. I'll look at it for a long time, memorize it and then say it mm-hmm. word
2: for word how yeah. I wrote it.
1: And making things sound not memorized has been like a whole journey in my comedy, too, because I do it that way.
2: Yeah. So that's the fun thing. Um, So D.L. Hughley is probably a great example of that, the not sounding scripted. Mm -hmm. So I've seen him now probably 20 times. Right. Mm -hmm. And I've seen him do the majority of the same set, probably 20 times. Mm -hmm. Right. Every single time he does it, even. I'm probably Well, no, I'm not going to say that. I'll tell you guys that offline. But okay. every single time that he does it, it's like it's the it's like he's thinking of it off the top of his head, right. all of it. Wow. And it's so fucking impressive. I'm like, "You just said that last night." Th-? Like this is literally sounding like, you know, even even his the riffs. Right. You know, where it's like crowd work, it's, it's he's done it before. You know what I mean like yeah. and it's just incredible and and getting to that Point where your jokes are muscle memory, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, and you can kind of just fuck around within your own joke. Yeah, that's a that's a whole other level of leveling up. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah,
0: yeah that's yeah. the goal. I that's
1: saw the Greer goal, yeah. do that at the Comedy Cellar once. Greer is incredible. he's so yeah, good, he's and he had, I don't know if you guys have heard his joke about bees. <laughs> no, he's uh, got this amazing joke uh, about bees and how. Nat Geo basically makes bees like he makes it this whole like racist metaphor for bees. It's so <laughs> funny. But I saw him. I got to find that. I saw him stretch it once. I, I thought this was the joke. and he But he stretched it for almost his whole 15 minute set. He yeah. did this bee bit and he starts talking as the African bee versus the <laughs> European bee. And it's just like the funniest <laughs> shit ever. <laughs> and I was like trying to tell my husband about it afterwards. And I looked for it online everywhere. And online on his album it's so much shorter and it's so mm-hmm. different. And he just stretched that same joke and lived in that joke and just was feeding yeah, the energy to the audience.
2: Say that again, rewind. Lived in that joke. Lived in that joke. That is a great sentence because that's what it is. When you become so connected to your material, yeah. even if it's not a story or some, something from your personal life, but it's something a perspective you have on a thing, and when you become so connected to that and you can just like think of other things Funny things that you thought about it when you were saying it before, you know, and kind of combine all of that stuff. That's when you get, he said it's the goal, it's the goal, and that's where you get the fucking gold, man. Like, you Mm -hmm. get like gemmers out of that. It is,
1: it is. Yeah. So, I want to ask you this since you're doing all these sets in New York all the time, Mm -hmm. PD and I have conflicting ideas about moving for comedy and doing (laughs) comedy in different cities. PD is like, I'm never leaving.
2: I can dig it. And I'm ah, like,
0: Doug I'm Williams. Like, at Ooh. some
1: point you got to leave. But when is the point that one leaves? And I use you as an example all the time as doing it the right way because you're doing the stand up New York thing. Kind of easing my way right, into New York. Right. Yeah,
2: so I'm kind of set up before I get there. Totally. Yeah. So I have no intention of moving to New York. OK. Um, I've been asked and told many, many times that you should be in New York by very reputable, amazing comics whose advice right. I probably should take. Mm-hmm. But I'm from New York originally. Mm -hmm. and I hate it. Now, I will say, if I got management and they were like, look, the prerequisite for you to move forward is to move to New York, I would probably do it. But I don't... I can get there so easily Mm -hmm. that any business and work I get there, I can just go for whatever duration of time. My day job, I can work at remote. I have a husband, so my kid's taken care of. You know what I mean? So I don't really need... Yeah, to move. but if, right. as far as when is the right time, you got to feel that for yourself. I mean, totally. you got you got to be smart about it. New comics listening, it's not the first or second year.
0: Yeah, sit, yeah. sit your ass down. Yeah. You're not funny yeah. yet. You Too many of y'all, I see that, are
2: doing it. You know, and I'm like, okay, you you think you're funny and you've said some funny things, but you're not a mm-hmm. comic yet. You know, you're no. not even you're still in the womb right now. Yeah. You
0: know, not even a journeyman.
2: Not even if I'm yeah. an infant and I, I'm five years and I'm in literal. I'm a I'm goo goo, mm-hmm. not mm-hmm, Sucking right. from the tit still. And I know that. And I take my nourishment. I suck that titty. Yeah,
0: The rest of y'all are just fucking stealing infamil under the closed circuit camera. You pieces of shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: stealing infamil is hilarious. But yeah, so the right time is when a few ways you can tell if another city wants you. Right. Um, If you, like I said before, secure management and that's part of the deal is that you need to move to that city, usually L.A. or New York or Atlanta even, Mm -hmm. or if, um, you know, kind of what we were talking about, you've worked your way into another scene and kind of have established yourself, Mm -hmm. then sure, why not give it a go? Um, You Mm -hmm. have roots planted in your hometown. You can come back always and do shows there. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, you got to time it for yourself. There isn't really a book that says, Mm -hmm. boom, once you hit that xyz year mark that's your time to move you know what i mean
1: right and you don't necessarily feel like you're missing out right now
2: who me yeah you No. so i'll tell you i'll tell you some stuff that I, people probably don't know so no i don't feel like i'm missing out and i a, and i don't know what i'm doing that, so it's not great because i feel like if you're having success you should know why you're successful and then be able to duplicate that effort so you can continue sure. I think that's to a grow. really smart right. remark, yeah. But I'm not doing that. Like, I don't know why, what I've done in comedy to get the attention of people. Do you get what I'm saying? I don't I know.
1: Get, I get what you're saying, but I feel like, I guess from, from an outsider's perspective,
2: uh-huh. for us it's like, well, duh, Frankie.
1: But it's always out. difficult to see yourself a certain way.
2: No, I'm not talking about even talent, you know what I mean? But right. how do you even know? Market to yourself, ta- right. Right, I don't know how they you, even know you. to reach out to right. me. Get do you, you get what I'm saying? I get you. So, like, I got asked to, uh, just about a month ago it happened, but I was asked to be a panelist on a um, tribute to Dick Gregory. Mm-hmm. Produced, okay. But, right? Like, Chappelle was supposed to be on it but couldn't because he was in Europe with... Um, that tour he's doing with, what's his name? Uh, Stewart, John Stewart. Okay, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So yeah, he couldn't yeah. do it. So it was kind of a thing, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And I'm right, like, right. in my mind, I'm like, why, the, why are you ta- asking me? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, right. I'm not, one. Okay, cool. And it was amazing, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And, and Martin Luther King's um, nephew was there, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. he was, like, singing my praises. And I'm just wow. like, you know, b- so my thing was, the thing that um, Paris and... Uh, uh, Rallo and Jason and who else? I'm missing people. The just taping passed, on Monday? Yeah, the taping on Monday. Martin Amini and... Martin Amini, yeah. yeah. I was asked to do that show months ago, like six months ago. Mm-hmm. I was asked to submit for it. I did okay. not get it. But um, <laughs> so this production company in L.A. just somehow found me right? Mm-hmm. Uh, hit me up on Twitter. You know what I mean? So what the thing is that I'm doing to get that attention. I'm not sure. I would like to figure that out, but to answer right. your question, no, that's why I don't feel like I'm missing out because I'm right. still getting those types of opportunities. Right. Right. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Sure. Mm-hmm. And I think mm-hmm. that's
1: great for comics to hear that those kind of opportunities can come
2: wherever you are. They can ca- exactly. And for a long time, we in DC always thought, well, there's no industry here. We're never going right. to be seen or be found because there's no one here that even gives a shit what's going on in our scene. Right. Right. So, it was A lot of okay, I've been doing this three years. I'm not making any money. Fuck it, I'm going to LA. I'm going to New York. Right, you know what I mean. Now people are like, you know what, I'm gonna cool my heels. I'm fine. You know, if I need to go out to LA, I'll just hop a flight and or you know drive down to New York, whatever, and get my face out there. But I don't think you have to Mm leave, especially not here now. Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean now, yeah,
1: now we are so lucky. I I can't. I'm like, it.
2: oh, I mean, you don't want to see my face right now, but it's definitely <laughs> my cum face. <laughs> so. Yeah, <An> face. <laughs> total O face.
1: Yeah, I can't believe that it worked out this way. Like when I first moved to DC as part of, you know, I was doing telenovela acting and stuff, and I'd always wanted to try comedy. And I moved here, and I was like, well, I'm starting over. Might as well try it. But I'm gonna have to go to New York mm-hmm. because yeah. there's, gonna, there's obviously. I didn't look. I was like, there's not gonna be anything mm-hmm. here but there in DC wasn't, though. There was This was a Remember This is a couple years ago And I started doing mics Because my sister lived in New York So I would go and I would stay with her uh-huh. And I would st- And I started doing mics in New York And they were awful Like all the stories that you Oof, hear About mics yeah. in New York Where you get two minutes Oof. And it's just comics And the whole thing And then I signed up to do a mic here And it was the Wonderland Ballroom one On Sundays And I was like 16th And I just went in there all cocky Like well All these fucking DC people don't have entertainment they don't, Experience. they don't know They don't know right. And then I started Watching people And it was like One after the other Everybody was really good I remember like Monty Litwag mm-hmm. It was like Wendy Rubleski mm-hmm. Like all these people One after the other And yep. I was like By the time it got to me I was so nervous <laughs> That's accurate. <laughs> yeah. Because I was like, these people are actually and for you know, it was like the first one. I think Simone was first, as Simone usually is first. Like th- I was like, Wow, he w- he was really good. That's that's yes. cool. what they put the, the good Simone guy first. is the
2: quintessential opener. He is always yeah. every every show yeah. I produce, He's laughable, he's funny, you know what I mean? he's so, such a
1: good number one. And yeah. I feel terrible mm-hmm. every time because every show I produce that he's on, I'm like, Do you mind?
2: Yeah, you're good. Yeah. good <laughs> do you mind? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is do cool? you mind? You yeah. know yeah. Yeah. what I'm gonna say. That's perfect just how he purses his arms. Yeah, like yeah, 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 shoulders. yeah. 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 He's yeah. like a nice
0: Sagat Yeah. 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 And then yeah. it's just Street like but every
1: com I was like, okay, so they put the good guy first, but then it everybody, better better it just got, better. it just yeah. got great and great and great. And I was just like, oh my god.
2: Yeah. I was like, I'm in. I've um done comedy. I've been blessed to be able to do comedy kind of all over the place. Right. Like Boston, LA, sh- uh, Chicago, mm-hmm. Denver. My point though is that the thing I'm going to make sure I'm saying this correctly. The density of talent is greater here in D.C. than anywhere else I've been. Yeah, yeah I agree. Do you, do you get? This? Did I say that right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, okay. no, yeah, right? no right? I, I completely agree. The concentration agree. is probably a better word, right. but yep. the concentration of talent is significant, comparatively speaking, to anywhere else. Totally. Now you go to L.A. and you go to New York and like, oh, psh, these people have TV credits. They're about to crush not necessarily. No. Yeah, not necessarily. You know, and I think it, there's it's a hunger factor. Mm-hmm. We're hungry in DC. We're yeah. like from DC, I can do this. Yeah. You know, New York can't beat me. LA can't yeah. beat me. Yeah. And so we strive every time we go up to shut that shit oh down. yeah oh, you yeah. know what i mean yeah. and
0: dc's always been that way in terms of any industry you can think of there's so many people i know that are like dc royalty having grown up here and whether it's politics whether it's music whether it's this that they don't leave they don't yeah. fucking want right. it they they're like fuck the world especially fuck new york <laughs> you yeah. know oh and my God. Mm. That's, right. that's been a long rivalry forever and honestly we just don't care. You know, we like it. We have everything here, but we still want to prove we're better than everybody. So we have that hunger, yet even if the hunger's satiated, it's like, what's the prize at the end? We just stay here. (laughs) Right. And get more angry and more hungry and more hangry and just do more things here. That's it. I, I remember when Christian Hunt started doing comedy, there was some article. And he lived next to Ian McKay, who was the front man of Fugazi, the big DC oh, wow. legendary okay, yeah. punk yeah. band. Okay. And he said, Yeah, you know, I'm thinking I want to do some comedy stuff. And then he said, well, What's stopping? And he says, Well, I think I'm going to have to move to New York. And he just looked at him and said, No. He says, You want to promote something? You go to New York. This is DC. We do things. And <laughs> That's uh, actually
2: that oh so high. true.
1: Yeah. That's so true. Because That's I've high. noticed here that, like, all. All of us, I mean, on the scene here, people are very serious about comedy, like the mm-hmm. art form of comedy and getting your jokes right and doing, and it's mm-hmm. not about what. TV gig am I going to get from this? Right. Yeah. It's yeah. about like, how am I going to crush it tonight? And I right. think that that attitude yeah. just makes for better actual comedians. For sure. Of
2: course. We, you said, it's DC, we do things. Mm-hmm. We brought the industry to us. That's right. Yeah, totally. Name another city that's not a layer of New York that's done that. Yep. I, yeah. on a, or Atlanta now too, but I mm-hmm. have not seen that before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you, it's pretty much guaranteed. If you're in, a, in an area that doesn't have local mm-hmm. industry, Guess what? You're going to have to get up off your ass and go to it. Right. D.C., we drew those motherfuckers here. They're like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Too much funk (laughs) is coming out of D.C. That's it. It's true. What do we got to do to get in? So, yeah. (laughs) I think that's amazing.
0: Unbelievable. Well, I think we're at a good lull for the boring stuff. So now, no, it's not boring. It's, you know. Office business. How are you going to save it, Petey?
2: I'm like, wait, what's happening? Is this where I get murdered? No, No, this is where where we talk talk about
0: about everything that's going on at the Draft House Comedy Factory this week. Uh, So, first off, this Thursday, the 23rd, we have Speechless. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. minute, Because this joint is airing on Monday. Excuse me. So, the 31st. We have Ryan O'Flanagan from Dead Kevin, Netflix's American Vandal, and Comedy Central here. Nice. Uh, tickets at seven and nine o'clock. That is going to be both the thirty-first and September first at seven and nine. Um, additionally, you're going to have Heywood Turnip Seeds Attack of the Comics on the thirty-first. Uh, Which
2: is an incredible show, if I can add that. Yes, it is you an may, incredible always.
0: show. Always. And then another incredible show, the Three Guys on uh, it's podcast, my favorite show, the best. That's my
2: family. So yes, you talk indeed. shit about Three Guys on. Guess what You're happened? Going to war. You get these mitts That's in your face.
0: Yep, my I mean, Petey are both sock yep, puppets. You know it. Yeah. Fucking Jordan Three in your grill like a drug raid, Straight bitch. Wow. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Say that again. <laughs>
0: Fucking Jordan Three in your grill like a drug raid, bitch. Hilarious. That's good, but it's, that's word. You know it. So, ten forty five for both turnip seeds and the three go fam open mic cutthroat comedy bump list event. Um, and they're free, so just come. Yeah. Why exactly, wouldn't you go free. to that? And I'll Do be that. at three
2: go yeah. if you found anything I said funny. I don't think I was very funny right now. That's
1: no, so
0: you were silly. funny. You were
1: not. Yeah. You were funny and you were informative. People are people are into really?
2: this right now. Yeah. yeah,
0: this is more than okay, just you cool. know I dicks and it. whistles. Exactly. We we bring somebody you know some wisdom to the door. Exactly. but dicks and
2: whistles are important. They are. It's oh, I mean both of, course. of them. I have a whistle right now on my keychain.
0: Oh, shit. Well,
2: and Petey's got the... Okay. Oh. Do I have to, <laughs> I have to be the, the one reining you in this
0: say. week? Yeah. <laughs> ah, we take turns here on Counter Currents. Okay. Um, but, so what do you got going on otherwise this week? You got other shit yeah. popping. Or uh, not... Or Well, I should say next week. Because this will air out on this Monday. This gotcha, gotcha. I do. Yeah. Okay. Here's we'll the problem. Up. All right,
2: I do not have my book with me. I write everything down in my book. That's good. You don't write have down. it, so I don't. Yeah, I keep it old school because it keeps yeah. me accountable. If I, I do write the it, same thing. yeah, if I write it, then yeah. it burns it. Yep. I you call know? it my
1: brain because without it, I don't know what's happening.
2: Mm-hmm. Right. So I'm. I do have stuff coming up. I'm not sure when you post it. Maybe I can tell you, and then you can put it in the comments or whatever. It's it's not a big deal. But you yeah, have stuff coming up. The main thing I have though is. Um, September twentieth, mm-hmm. you know I run Broadway, which is an yep. all woman show. Elena, such a fun show! I did she it last was so week. Gr- yeah, she we was had great. the greatest time. It was so much fun, and the September twentieth episode is coming out. And I have Ayana Gregory headlining. All right. This is oh right, Dick wow. Gregory's daughter. Woo! Yeah, no, wow. you have no idea how fire the sh- she. Uh, so we met at the honoring mm-hmm. of um of Dick at with the thing right, Yep. and I was in tears like I laughed I cried like it it changed my life like that's how amazing her performance was she sings spoken word poetry storytelling she's just everything you know what I mean Mm -hmm. and she came off that stage and came up to me to tell me how amazing I was I was like girl get your face and shut it down Mm -hmm. no (laughs) you don't like me I love I want to be you Mm -hmm. you know so we exchanged numbers and I hit her up. I was like, would you ever consider doing my piddly little show? She was like, yeah, we're sisters. Yes, we, yes I'm in. So I have her on Broadway September twentieth. It's and it's awesome. literally a show that you do not want to miss. It's you don't want to miss it.
1: It's such a great show. It's so mm-hmm. fun. Frankie sings.
2: I do. It's sing. a lot of
1: wonderful comics and people. I there were also people
2: I hadn't met before, like the girl uh, Lauren Goldenberg. She's so funny. She's very funny. So the story with Lauren, she and I started comedy together. Oh, okay, like we went on stage the first time together
0: here in DC.
2: Yeah, well, she immediately stopped. Like she's di- crazy.
0: She's so funny. She's a
2: phenomenal writer. So she I'll uh, be and damned. her delivery is great too. Mm-hmm. But she went up probably like for a month, right? Mm-hmm. And that was when DeCheryl. Remember DeCheryl?
0: Yeah, God, that's a throwback. I forgot about it.
2: right. So we were doing her shows. I didn't know about Open. You know, I didn't know. I was just mm-hmm. going where. I could figure out to go. I was doing that in Blue Banana. Uh huh. Yeah. So those are our go-to spots, and we would go to Fire Station One sometimes yeah,
0: too. Yeah. Back when, God, who ran that first? It was District first, was it? Yeah. Before, well, first, Alex Star
2: ended up kind of he, with it. He has yeah. it
0: now, but it, oh, he
2: still has it. Yeah. Every now oh, wow. and then,
0: I mean, he's blocked me from Facebook, so I don't get all the updates. He but I, wait, but where I've is that
2: place? I think I did that in Maryland, somewhere in Maryland, but
0: anytime new comics that come to me for guidance, post their things on Instagram, you know, it'll be like fire station one starring some guy that's done it for three months, $10, (laughs) you know? Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. So so it's headlining who? Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: So I, I, you know, that's how I know what's going on. But that said, uh, there were two people running it. So it was like the district want guys and then eric sampson if you remember him had had a night one like wednesday or two but he couldn't fill it so he was gone he quit he was just yeah
2: hilarious but yeah so she did it for probably about a month and she's in the military too Mm -hmm. so she got deployed and then she just stopped doing comedy and like has not picked up a mic since and she moved recently like within like the last couple of weeks moved back to dc and she met me in New York last month when I was there to, like, hang out and do shows. That's the night I ended up singing um, Adele for uh, fuck, what's it? John Mayer. <gasps> Whole, it's a very <laughs> funny, stupid, ridiculous story. But whatever. So she uh, met me down there. And while we were there, I was like, bitch, you're moving back to D.C. You're going to start doing comedy again because you're too funny to not. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. And I was like, so here's this is the date of my show. Come out three minutes just do three minutes mm-hmm. and she wrote those jokes like fresh and performed them and was very good right well
1: i knew she was going to be funny before she even got on stage because we were just back here just like kicking in everything that was coming out of her mouth i was like you are
2: so funny yeah she's very funny. and then i
1: wasn't surprised that it wasn't that it was just as funny on stage yeah, yeah. and i was like where have you been
2: she hasn't been doing comedy so yeah. she's about to come back and like hope i'm hoping she'll come back and shut shit down, yeah. or write for me. One of the two. Well,
1: I I messaged her after, and I was like, I better see you again. What, she, you what were did she What she say? Funny. She was like, Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I was like, Dude, you gotta do this.
2: I'm gonna. Admit, she's gonna write for me or perform. One something's gotta happen. People need to see her shit. Yeah, she's, she's funny. so funny.
1: But anyway, wait hmm. before we go, you gotta tell us this uh, Adele John Mayer
2: story. <laughs> so, so I had a show last month in New York, right? So. I knew I was meeting Lauren. I was there for two days, so for Friday night, yeah, Friday night, I asked them to just book me on the eight o'clock show or eight thirty, whatever that earlier show is, and I told them I couldn't do the ten and the late show. So, because I wanted to hang out with Lauren, I was like, "She's meeting me, you know." I don't, I know she doesn't want to sit. And a comedy club all night long. Mm-hmm. I mean, I do, but, you know, no right, one right. likes that. Sure. So I'm like, well, screw it. Let's go to Mineta's Tavern. That's my go-to place when I'm in New York. It's, like, two doors down from the cellar. Mm-hmm. And it's glorious. So we went there. We ate. And, yes, we went there and ate. And then, no, nope, wrong. All wrong. That's all lies. Okay. As I'm on stage at my <laughs> show, there's a woman in the front row who saw me in Ohio, saw that I was going to be in New York, came to New York to see me perform. So after the show, she's like, hey, let me buy you a drink. And I'm like, well, I can't not let you, you know what I mean? Like you can't go yeah. all the way from Ohio. Right. Right. I've got to hang out with you, right? Right, yeah. right. So she's like, I, I found a place. So the place just so happened to be next door to the cellar. Well, for some reason, we, we had to take two separate Ubers. There was like a big group of us. Mm-hmm. Uh, how, I don't know, but I got separated from everyone. Mind you, I was very drunk at the time. Okay. Right. okay, I'm completely separated from everyone, and I'm like, okay, well, I need to pee, so I'll go in the restaurant that's above the cellar, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So I go in there, so I'm texting Lauren and everyone. I'm like, where are you guys? Here- I'm at blah, blah, blah. Come in here. I'm going to the bathroom. No one's texting me back. I don't know where anyone is. Mind you, my hotel is literally a block around the corner from mm-hmm. this- where I'm at. I'm like, okay, well, worst case scenario, I'll lift it or walk back to the hotel. So I'm sitting there. I go to. I'm like, but while I'm here, I should definitely keep drinking, right? That's smart. Of course. So I go, I'm, <laughs> stand, I'm standing at the bar. And I look over. And I was like, huh, weird. That guy looks just like John Mayer. And so Adrian Lopaluichi's there, mm-hmm. right? So I'm like, Adrian. And she's like, yeah, it's John Mayer. And I was like, oh, that's <laughs> weird. And that, it wasn't like a starstruck thing. It was just like, weird. Yeah. You're in a, what are you doing here? Right. Then I see Ariana Grande. Bebopping through the place. And I'm like, am I in LA? or Where the fuck am I right now? So I sit down. Now at this point, point, and I'm not with any of my friends, Adrian has left me as well. She's like, I'll be right back. And I somehow ask the band if they would play a song for me. They're like, what song? I was like, play Adele when we were young. They said, sure, we'll play it if you come up here and sing it. Which they thought I'm um, probably that I'd be like, oh no 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 no. And I was like, fuck yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> you're singing my tune, buddy. So I get up there, I crush it so hard, the entire room stands up. John Mayer starts to walk to at me, and Pete Davidson runs over to him and he's like, I'm up. Come on, you guys, come downstairs. Makes a total about face, and they all go downstairs. I was like, oh. oh. Aww. What were you gonna say, John? Yes, I'll join your band. You know, so, yeah. So and and no one believes me. Like no one that was there. Lauren does not. She's like that didn't happen. I'm like it did. As he loves happen. comedy, I think he tried stand up
1: for a while. So it makes sense that he Someone was there. Else told yeah. me
2: that I have. I need to see the video evidence. I need to see him doing jokes so I can laugh.
1: I know for a while, for a while when I lived in LA, it was like a, when he was like being followed a, a lot by paparazzi and stuff. He was like a known thing that he was really.
0: I'm gonna ask my cousin. He's like tight with him. Oh, really? Well, he goes <laughs> and he sees him probably. Once a month, him and his wife, and at one time for her, I think fortieth birthday or something, Uh they did some obscene thing where they went to every fucking show every night of that month or something. Oh my god! They've done all the VIP stuff. Wow! And I, I personally don't get it. I don't give a shit about that kind of music. But you don't like your
1: body is a wonderland. I'm so. Wait a minute. You don't like gravity.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, nah. I mean, I, <laughs> that song could get the. I would I'm fuck so that surprised, song. Surprise, Petey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, my, I, I do have white relatives, so. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so did you we, just call you know. me
2: white now. <sighs>
0: so you know, I could find, I could get the intel.
2: Hey, get some intel. Yeah. I would lo- follow up with me on that. I would love to hear. Also, tell your cousin to tell John that you know me. You know what I
0: mean? Hey, I'll link
2: you
3: two up. There you go. But anyway, but yeah,
2: so that was a funny, it was a funny night. It was weird and interesting. And to this day, Lauren's like, that, that never happened. You imagine that. And I'm like, no, I didn't take any pictures, but here's photographic evidence that they were there that night because Sherrod Smallwood next day, it was like all in the paper, like the New York Times that Mm -hmm. they were there. I'm like, who gives a shit that he was, you know, it was weird that it was such a big deal, but. He posted a picture of Pete and uh, Ariana Grande and all of them like, oh, she's a great girl. Girl. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's what you have to say. It is. But she seems like she would be like a sweetheart, right? Or no? I... The views of like Elena Torres
0: do not reflect yeah, those of Pete Steele like because asshole. he doesn't even have an opinion. You don't. You don't.
3: <laughs> it's that. I don't
0: even know. I couldn't even pick her out of a lineup. Can you that believe that? I know tail. the name, but that's the it.
1: ponytail. You can't trust it. Something that's so you know gel know back like <laughs> that. You know the ponytail <laughs> eyeliner combo. I just that's I so just funny. Can't.
2: That I is just so. Can't. I love that you can't trust it though. No, the you list.
1: can't. You can't trust that like gel back ponytail.
2: I, I can feel you. I feel that. Got, I feel like, that deep. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense to me too.
1: And I just feel like I don't know. It's like Selena Gomez over her every time, as far as I'm concerned. Really, oh my God. big
2: time. I love okay, Selena I got Gomez. a hard. I got a hard veto. That I would flip flop that. Yeah, so, uh, something about Sel. I feel like Ariana Grande. She is kind of who the fuck she is, and I feel like Selena puts on this front, but she's really like a dirty, dirty trollop. You know what I mean? And I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean that with all due respect. But I feel like she's just like not. I so disagree.
1: I feel like Ariana Grande was so contrived. It's like, oh, this girl can sing and she has a Latin name. We need a Latin name girl to like be in the spotlight. (laughs) Let's give her the chola ponytail and like do this whole thing and push it. And I'm just like, I don't, I think she she seems so fake to me. She yeah. can sing. I don't like the music. You're I don't like, like a lot of the stuff, but Selena Gomez, I feel like, is her sort of counterpart.
0: You just like use peroxide, Vata.
2: Yeah, exactly. Hilarious. Like the rest of us. No, I mean, I, I think she's adorable. I think she has a persona, she but I, th- I don't think she's fake. I, I think in real life that Selena Gomez would be more fake.
1: Oh, see, I don't think so. Selena Gomez is, like, still friends with all her friends she's been friends with since she was, like,
2: five. That she probably treats, like, her lackeys. Like, I feel, feel, you know what I mean? Like, I'm thirsty, Becca. Give me a fucking soda. (laughs) Like that, you know what I mean? (laughs) Like, they're sitting, hanging out, and they're, like, all kind of doing shit for her. Like, I see that. But I see Ariana being, like, the inverse. Like, she'd be a great host. Like, you know, you guys, are you guys comfortable? Like that dingy, ditzy voice. Uh, that's not even her. Like she talks, she's very intelligent. You know, she speaks very, um. She speaks so well. N- I, no, it was not. I you you want to <laughs> get a punch in the dick? Oh, <laughs> tell me I speak so well. Ooh, Ooh I'm balling this huge <laughs> mitt up and I'm <laughs> undercutting in the taint. I'm going to punch you in the fucking taint. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't I'm know. <laughs>
0: I'm not,
1: saying, I'm not saying that she's stupid. She's contrived. Balls. It's really
0: you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Speed bagging them.
2: Speed bag the yeah. balls. Oh right. <laughs> I have to get that out. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm get it now. out. Get it out. Get <laughs> it out.
1: <laughs> I was just still talking shit about the ponytail. We can agree to disagree on this. No, no. Right we're now. good. We're good.
2: Yeah. We should start. A, I feel like we should start an online beef. Yeah, just Selena like versus the, Ariana. No, yeah, feud. we're beefing. Oh, yeah, let's, that could be funny. Yeah, I'm, we're gonna. St- I'm gonna start it. You you can start it whenever. I'm gonna like come at you tomorrow, just so you know. Bring it. Yeah, I'm gonna have come, a celebrity I'm gonna death match
0: on. up here on stage. Oh, we'll yeah, I want it. people to really believe house. that we're s- truly that beefing we're <laughs> over this. <laughs> yeah. What do you yeah. think? Do you think the yeah. <laughs> the rough draft house or the draft rough house? What would you? Draft, draft rough draft
2: house. sure. Yeah. For sure. Wait, what was that Swayze movie? Was it Roadhouse? Roadhouse. Yeah. So Those draft Roadhouse, bitch. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Pain don't hurt. Exactly. <laughs> Welcome to the Octagon. Okay.
0: Love right. it.
2: Four Christmases. Have you seen it? No? no. No. What is it? Bitches, get your shit together. Mm. It's with um.
1: Oh, with Reese Witherspoon and uh and Super Vince, Va- Va- Vince Vaughn. Vince Vaughn. Yeah. Yeah. I have seen that. I have seen Remember that. Remember,
2: he goes to his dad's house and his brother's like, "Welcome to the Octagon," and grabs him by his feet and like slams him, like pulls him down a flight of stairs. I don't remember that particular nice. part. It's but. Hilarious.
0: I like that. Yeah, it was great. Well, shit. We want to, you know, thank Frankie French for coming in here. When she comes back for part two, we'll talk about whether my opinions have changed about Selena versus Ariana. And um, thank you for all your wisdom, expertise, oh, love, yeah. and fun today. And uh, We'll definitely, you know, get you back on. This will be great. Yeah, um, yeah, this is
2: a dope. I love this. This is I love podcasting, mm-hmm. and so this one was very, very fun. Oh, yeah. Thank, thank you. you. Good
0: job. Thank guys. you. We Good. loved having
1: you. Thank yeah, you. I enjoyed it. Thanks.
0: And so much. where can people uh, find you or getting roughhouse beef with you?
2: <laughs> Everywhere at Frankie French. So F R A N Q I F R E N C H. I'm on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all under that same moniker. Yep. You can find me. I probably won't follow you back, but I will tag you and shit if you want me to.
1: And you can watch the Ariana Selena beef. Oh, home. yeah, it's
2: going down hard. Oh, bring it on. Yeah. Bring it yeah, on. Yeah, I got to text that to myself so I can remember. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to annihilate you. It's going to be fun. Oh, bring it. Yeah, bring get it. grit. Like, let's just, like, go. Like, claws out. Yeah. You know, claws <laughs> yeah. out, yeah. balls out. Just like, <laughs> ah, yeah.
0: And remember to follow us at Currents DC on Twitter as well as the Counter Currents Facebook Church. page as well as remember that if you do so, And you can do this every week. You have a chance to win free tickets to the next show. So, you heard what's happening this Friday and Saturday. You're in the running. You want to go for free? You want to go for free? Fucking like our shit before you unlike it, and you'll be in the huh. running. And you can pull that scam every week like a valpack pack, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, if you do that, you're a piece of shit. Y- yeah, so but, you know. <laughs> but, but that's the kind of <laughs> audience we're cultivating, yeah, exactly. you know? Uh, fair. Um, Very fair. And you can follow me at Steelborn DC on uh, Instagram. The old Twitter account is now banned, but now uh, there's a yeah. Blue Steel DC.
1: Is that back yet?
0: Oh yeah, that's back okay, on Twitter. Back, back. Yep, yeah. Blue oh, okay, Steel DC is all right, back. Cool. Okay, Steelborn DC you. is gone. That's uh, I, I'm banned for. I don't know why they for said life. I, yeah, awesome. Yeah, you're my new hero. Woo, 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 woo.
1: He is an expert at getting banned I love from Twitter. It. He's yeah, been he uh, he got us banned from Twitter for for
0: ten hours. Ten
1: hours.
2: <laughs> Perfect.
0: I don't even know what for. I, I they would it. never tell I you on it. Twitter. I'm so but it's good that I'm stained and um. You know, so if you follow me like Frankie, I probably won't follow you back because what's right is right, you know. But, <laughs> um, you know, follow us anyway. It'll be fun.
1: Yeah, and you can find me at Elena Torres on Facebook, Elena Torres on Twitter, and Elena Blondita on Instagram. Blondita.
0: And we want to thank our guest Frankie French one yeah. final time. Yay. Thank you guys for having me. I felt like I talked too
2: much, no. But no that's
0: just that's what we wanted. We here okay, talk.
2: cool. That's dope. I appreciate it.
0: And the host of the most of the well, whatever. Pete the Heron, our fearless leader. <laughs> all right. Peace.
2: Peace. Peace out.